It's Friday of the fifth week of Lent. It's Passion Tide. It's also the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zolsdorf. The Roman station today is Santo Stefano Rotondo on Monte Celio. When the relics of the proto-martyr St. Stephen the Deacon were recovered in Jerusalem, they were brought to Rome in 415 and placed at the interesting Santo Stefano Rotondo, an ancient round basilica consecrated in the early 5th century. It is indeed round. Originally it had three ambulatories, but over the centuries it was reduced to two. It is built on the remains of military barracks, and there is also, beneath it, a shrine to the pagan god Mithras. St. Gregory the Great preached sermons in this church. The bishop's throne he would have sat on as he preached is preserved. Over the centuries, this basilica was damaged through invasion and then neglect. However, it is a must-see when you go to Rome. It has been recently restored. Today we are also one week out from Good Friday. As such, it is the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. Today it is possible in the older form of the Roman Rite to celebrate Mass for the Feast of Our Lady, counterintuitively with white vestments and even a gloria. Mary, as sorrowful mother, is often depicted in art as being pierced through the heart with daggers or swords, as an echo of the prophecy made by Simeon at the time of the presentation of the Lord in the temple. Simeon foresaw that in the Passion of the Lord Our Lady would be so much in union with her divine Son's will that she too would feel great anguish. Devotion to Our Lady of Sorrows gained special attention after St. Bridget of Sweden learned from Mary that seven graces are granted to the souls who honor her daily by saying seven Hail Marys and meditating on her tears and sorrows. The sorrows of Our Lady are the prophecy of Simeon, the flight into Egypt, the loss of Jesus in the temple, Mary meeting Jesus on the way to the cross, Jesus dying on the cross, Mary receiving the dead body of her son, and Jesus being laid in the tomb. The Collect for Our Lady of Sorrows Oremus, Deus in cuius passione secundum Simeonis profetiam dulcissimam animam gloriosi virginis et matris Mariae doloris gladius per transivit, concede propitius, ut qui transficione meus et passionem Venerando recolimus, gloriosis meritis et precibus, omnium sanctorum cruci fideliter a stansum intercedentibus, passionis tui effectum felicem consequamur. Let us pray. O God, in whose passion the sword, according to the prophecy of blessed Simeon, pierced through the soul of Mary, the glorious virgin and mother, mercifully grant that we, who reverently commemorate her piercing through and her suffering, may by the interceding glorious merits of all the saints faithfully standing by the cross obtain the abundant fruit of your passion through jesus christ thy son our lord who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the holy ghost every one god world without end amen God solicits each of us by a dialogue no other soul can hear. His action on the soul is always for us alone. 
He sends no circular letters, uses no party lines. God never deals with crowds as crowds. They could give him only earthly glory. But what he wants is each soul's singular and secret fealty. He calls his sheep by name. He leaves the ninety-nine that are safe to find the one that is lost. Once the soul becomes conscious of the divine presence, it whispers to itself, This is a message sent to me and to no one else. Fulton Sheen, 1899-1900